You didn't ask for it, but here it is, the Bourbon and Brothers Podcast. All right, and welcome back to the Bourbon and Brothers Podcast. My name is Flynn. I'm going to be one of your hosts for this evening. I'm here with my fellow host, Kevin Reynolds. Hello. Andrew Hofkamp. How's it going, guys? And Jakob Pretty. Hello. The Yiddish pronunciation is actually Jakob Pridey. Jakob Pridey. So, I'll get that right. So I had, to, that. I had to respond accordingly. You're welcome for yes anding you. Little improv there. The show is nine seconds old and we have derailed the entire thing. <laughs> Great. Well, it's because we're already one. drinking bourbon. Uh, I'm drinking uh, because Kevin texted earlier that what he was drinking and that was going to be my choice uh, for the evening as well. Uh, so I had to go to the liquor store, obviously, to get something other than what Kevin's drinking. So I'm drinking some uh, Boone County rye. And this is the first time I've ever tried the rye. It's a limited release. So I like the Boone County. It's pretty sweet. Um, that's why I went with the rye. Kevin, what are you drinking? Excellent, excellent. I love the Boone County brands, by the way. My wife and I were on the first ever tour that they did at the Boone County um, Bourbon Distillery when they opened. So great place. Love that place. Uh, but tonight, I'm having Small Batch 1792, a big favorite of mine. Fantastic bourbon under $30. Hey, Kevin. Was yep. that the year you were born? So oh, that's hilarious. You're, you're hilarious. You're that hilarious. You're that's, the, that's the year he turned 21. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Sorry. That's why well, he drinks we, it. We, we were drinking at 18 back then, but yes. Well, the numbers are flipped around, guys. He was born in 1972. Wonderful. That Wonderful. actually That's actually true. plausible. Yeah. I want I want everyone fun listening fact. this you need to, to know. You need to plausibly make fun of his age, guys. Come I, on. I am I am the oldest of the four of us, but I am thirty three years old. So, you know. Nineteen eighty seven. You know, thirty three minus fifty. On with the chlorophyll. Huffcamp, what are you drinking? <laughs> so I am drinking a, uh, a nice glass of Maker's Mark. Um, I'm actually recording tonight at my girlfriend's place. And uh, this was actually this past derby. Her like best friend just got engaged. And uh, we were outside having a nice get-together with them. And I was sipping on some Maker's Mark. And I had about a shot and a half left. And she just took the whole glass out of my hand, chugged it, and said, I like Maker's Mark, and hands me the empty glass back. So... Uh, when I'm here, it's probably going to be Maker's Mark. And that was uh, love at first shot of bourbon. Um, that's fantastic. <laughs> right. It was clearly not her first shot of bourbon. <laughs> I was a big fan of it. Um, Jakob, what do you got for us? Uh, tonight, I'm actually uh, <clears throat> sipping on uh, as a toast to my late grandfather who passed away last year. His birthday's tomorrow. Um, so, uh, but that won't matter when this eventually gets released. But. Uh, I'm doing a toast for him, uh, <laughs> sipping on his favorite bourbon, Old Forester, um, which is uh, a great, you know, sipping sipping bourbon. Uh, it's also great for mixing. It's great for drinking. It's, <laughs> it's just great for drinking. I just can't oh, get past God. picturing Huff Camp watching his girlfriend just sw- slug back some Maker's Mark, and in my head, it goes back to like the Wendy Peppercorn kiss. And it's just like this magic moment, like right in yes. the middle there, slow mo. Uh, just sounds seems. Just I was thinking perfect. it was more like the Lola Bunny uh, from Space Jam, um, him no. just uh, melting. <laughs> it's, it's not. Neither one of you guys is far off. She handed me that empty glass. Said I like Maker's Mark, and I was like, oh. <laughs> I had like no words. I was just staring at her, and she was like, "What?" And I was just like, 
well, I'm done. Um, but she had actually also, <laughs> but previously I was done because she had gone as Wendy Peppercorn for Halloween one year. And I was like, oh, we're good. Excellent. And that is from, <laughs> that is from what movie, Flynn? I don't know. Oh, gosh. <laughs> See, that whole time, great, Kevin, you were making that reference. Question. And I was like, what, I why is Flynn it. commenting on this? He doesn't even know. No, I, I could have no. Googled it. Yeah, I, I should have Googled it the entire time. I should have seen that coming. That's my bad. It's the movie that I'm going to watch with your son and literally tell him. You see what your dad's missing? What movie is it? It's The Sandlot. Don't worry about it. Okay, Sandlot. Yeah, never seen it. I... Yeah, Jacob, you can, you can, you can, as 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 my son's godfather, introduce my son to The Sandlot. That is totally fine with me. And then Great. when we have to have a conversation about what Squints does to Winnie Peppercorn, I think that's when Flynn calls me. So I don't really know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, backstory on that one. Uh, it, I believe um, it was the national championship game. No, it was a semifinal game. It was a semi. It wasn't even the national championship game. Uh, we made a bet uh, at at uh, just randomly. We were we were getting together drinking because it was over winter break. I believe and we were the only two that, since we worked in higher ed, that didn't have to work the next day, and we were like, "Yeah, got to get drunk and watch this game." So yeah, we so we drank bourbon and watched a random football game that we didn't care about. And made a bet on it, and because I won the bet, um, betting on a team that I didn't even know a single player on, uh, Hope Camp has to now just. Explains something of my choice to my son at any point in his life. And so that could be the birds and the bees. It can be what is religion. Uh, it could be, um, you know, anything that I want. And I'm very excited about that phone call. That, wow. I, I did not know about that bet. That's, that might be the most extreme, maybe second only to uh, Colin winning the first piece of cake of my firstborn's baptismal cake. And he also uh, gets to choose the cake. You're right. And he gets to choose the cake. <laughs> but I don't know. That's a, yeah. Yeah, it was an interesting trade. Uh, it was an interesting bet. So, um, you know, if if I ever feel very uncomfortable explaining something to Declan, I will just say, hey, why don't you call Uncle Hovecamp? <laughs> and uh, he's got this. <laughs> that, that, might, that might be a great example of one to use. Uh, because in that case... What what Squints actually does is really not okay, no, um, no. at all. But um, but you know they're they're fictional characters, and we can sort of laugh a little bit um, in in hindsight. But yeah, really really just not okay. No. But I think it's time to get into our first segment. If you guys <laughs> are ready, yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> If you're still listening, we, we are going to do segments now. We, yeah, we are going to talk about <laughs> other do. things. Um, what are our three segments today, Kevin? Our three segments, we have a, a, new, a new one called Goldfish Bowl that I'm really excited <laughs> to talk about. <laughs> uh, I'm, so, I'm so not proud of us that that's what we ended up on. Uh, yeah, I was, we, I was just spitballing was, the names. I really yeah, no, thought it, we'd it's, come it's up with something better. And we just went with no, the first name that someone said. It's what happened. It's what happened. <laughs> proud of us and then we're going to bring back fictional battle royale in this case um i'm going to wait uh to talk about our um the the theme for our battle royale but we'll get there and then we're going to end with confessions confessions which will be a lot of fun uh Uh, how many parts how many parts are these confessions in well two part part one that, that, that was a stretch of a joke that was a stretch of a joke there Usher, okay. I stand by it. It's terrible. That was <laughs> These just, are my confessions. That was just terrible. Yeah, that's, no, we got yeah. it. Thanks. Was, yeah. You sound so much like Usher. 
Can you Thank do you. Let It Burn? Can you do Let It Burn? Uh, fun fact about that. I thought I was cool <laughs> and like being like Weird Al because I wrote a parody of Let It Burn called Gotta Learn. Uh, I have the lyrics and everything still. Never recorded Confessions it, is the third segment. Don't open with your confessions. <laughs> We're going to need you to uh, make that the open to the episode before people listen. <laughs> and so they, they hear that song right. produced in an amazing fashion and then, and then figure out what it is later. Great. Okay. So, but but to start out, we're going to do what's called Goldfish Bowl because we could not think of anything better. Uh, Goldfish Bowl, I want you to picture the show Shark Tank, where there's a bunch of rich people, uh, wealthy entrepreneurs, that are, there's four of them, and they're sitting at the front of the room, and all sorts of people show up with their idea, their pitch for an app, for a business, for a product, and they're trying to get the sharks to invest in their, in their thing. In this case, none of us have money um, or are successful entrepreneurs. Uh, we have a podcast that has six episodes that no one listens to yet, um, and we don't really think it's going to get all that, all that, you know, hyped. But we'll see. We're going to become we'll sales of At, yeah, at the time be... of recording this episode, we've literally not even released one. So. We have spent more money um, <laughs> to just have fun. Uh, we have 12 followers on our Facebook, Twitter. We do. We do, and most of them are coworkers of mine, ready, just waiting to make fun of us. But I, uh, I'm excited about all those things. So, because we're not uh, to the level of sharks, um, we are we're we're barely fish, and so we're we're not a shark tank. We're we're a fishbowl, uh, but we're going to give it our best shot. And so here's how we're going to do this: each of us is going to bring our app idea, our invention, our our innovative idea, and we're going to pitch it to the other three. And the question is going to be, will those other three choose to invest or will we just be ourselves and immediately pick apart the individual's idea um, with, with rampant disrespect? Um, and I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. Um, I know that Jacob feels the most ready for this, so I'm going to go to him first, actually, um, and then we'll go, we'll go down the line. So, Jacob, uh, the floor is yours oh. to pitch in the goldfish bowl dun 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 welcome to the goldfish bowl have you ever had a desire to cross a lake or a stream or maybe a small pond maybe even an ocean but you don't want to go all the way around you're tired of taking a boat well my friends i have a solution for you a new product that allows one to walk on water I call them shoe boats. So instead of boat shoes, we've got shoe boats. Shoes that are boats. Allow me to uh, do a quick screen share for you all so you all can see the shoe boats I'm talking about here. I can't wait to describe uh, this in This real is a time. great audio <laughs> endeavor that you're showing us. Uh, so far, all I see are sparies. So yeah, you just showed real. us a bunch of pictures of sparies. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, so if you all have seen the, the movie Ever After starring Drew Barrymore, classic. You know Cinderella I Tale. It's amazing. Uh, I, I was talking to the other two, obviously. No, actually, no. I, no. Oh, wow. Okay, well, anyways, in it, Leonardo da Vinci. I'm, I don't feel bad about that either. No. Well, that's unfortunate. Leonardo da Vinci builds shoe boats, shoes that are boats, boats that are shoes. 
so, and he walks on water with so him. So here's what we're here's what we're looking at. I want you to picture the most fundamental, rudimentary drawing of the uh, Noah's Ark, and now put a <laughs> hole in the middle of the top of them, and there's a person, and they've got their feet in the two Noah's Arks, um, and it's basically like ice skating, except for there's no way to really get momentum, so there's no way this is going to work. I I think that they should be called ponchoons. <laughs> oh, you get a point. Point blend. <laughs> ponchoons. I mean, that's... Oh the, well, well, obviously that's what they should be called. Um... <laughs> It's not going to help the efficacy of the product, which is, have you ever wanted to cross-country ski, but on the water? And the answer is no. With no friction. I've never wanted to do that. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way to get momentum. Uh, No. Ponchoons. I don't think carrying these around would be uh, helpful to anybody. Um, and, And I'd rather take a boat. It looks as cumbersome as carrying around a canoe. Except it's you like, have two small canoes that you have to put on your feet, and then you have to freaking walk. So at least I get to sit down when I'm in a canoe. I hate this yeah. so much. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> so are y'all going to invest? <laughs> I'm out. Nobody. Nobody. I will. I will. I will invest in the trademark pawn of the name Ponchoons with Flynn. Absolutely. Uh, but I, as long as if it's a company with this product, though, I'm out. Uh, Flynn, Flynn, I'm not sure what his idea will be that he's pitching, but he should immediately change it to, I name your products better than you. Company. And I'll invest in that for sure. Uh, given this one Just example. Me as a person you'll invest with in me mm-hmm. as an individual. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. All right. So, uh, so everyone's out on shoe boats, AKA ponchos. Um, and, uh, well, I guess uh, thank you sharks here's, or thank here's you the other fishes. thing too. Did you say that Leonardo da Vinci like actually drew these up and invented yeah, these? No. Okay. In in the movie, da Vinci's a character, and okay. in the movie, yes, da Vinci like walks across the lake, and that's how he actually meets Ella because he walks past her and goes, "Oh, hello!" While she's like swimming backwards, and then she freaks out and she knocks him over. And I it's don't a funny want scene. to see. Go this watch movie. it. I don't. Want it's your, great. I don't want to see it. It is great. It might be the best Cinderella tale ever. Excellent. Pretty. You get to decide who's up next. <laughs> All right. Uh, next, I want to I want to hear from the guy who uh, stole my my idea and then just changed the name to a better name. Flynn, what do you have? Will you stop sharing your screen? I don't want to see these anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Sorry. They make Crocs uh, look stylish. <laughs> Yeah, very much so. So I'm I'm not gonna lie. Um, this product is only for one third of my potential investors. Um, so, you know, I was thinking about what I want in a fitness app, and like I I love running, um, and I go to the gym regularly, and so I was thinking, what about my workout or my run would get better? based on one app. And so I have created a new app uh, for fitness. Um, It's called Burn. And so um, some days I I would, I love to run alone. I like to to uh, like disappear into my own headspace. But when I'm at the gym, 
I prefer to work out with someone. I, I go with, with friends or, you know, one other person to like kind of motivate me a little bit, keep me on track. And so, you know, I don't want to just randomly meet people at the gym, especially now uh, during a pandemic. And so I have created um, a, an app that you can input all of your information in, um, fitness level, <clears throat> what you want to work out that day, and it matches you with singles in your area that... <laughs> you get to work out with. And so, you know, you can put in what gym you're, you're uh, a member of, and then you can meet up with that one person. You can both do biceps that day, and then you can go on your way. Uh, it's kind of like a, a hookup for, say for it's, working it's out at the workout gym. Tinder is what you're... Yeah, it's, it's called Burn. Yeah, why, Workout Tinder. Why does the person have to be single? Like, I mean, it's a single person that you're... A single exerciser. A single exerciser. Single. A single exerciser. I understand. Yeah. Yes, I, I mean you can. You, I mean, if you're in a group exercise, that's on you. But uh, first off, you need to rename the product Jimder. Stop it! No, stop it! But I do think that I do think that if like Burn is the singles format, maybe if you're looking for a group, it could be something like Fire or something bigger. Ember Bonfire. Yeah, Ember would have been a better joke. Pretty Ember would have been. Yeah, it would have worked. Jimder, get out of here. Uh, so yeah, I've created a, a Tinder app for for working out uh, and keeping you on track, keep, keeping your fitness levels up, so that you can have accountability buddies that maybe you don't know. Uh, you can you can um, you know make sure that you're putting in all of like like I don't I don't want to go do chest workouts with Hove Camp because he is going to uh, be able to lift a lot more than me uh, for a lot longer than me as well. And so you put, I input my fitness level. I can bench X number of pounds. And, and so that matches me up with someone also that matches. If there's nobody that on, you know, looking for a workout buddy, then you just go to the gym by yourself. So my understanding with this is that you're, you're, you're profiling yourself and then matching profile to profile based on, what you're working out that specific day. What happens if, uh, if, uh, is it based on distance as well? Sorry, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to think like Mark Cuban here. Yes, it's also based on distance. <clears throat> so, I mean, you, they, you have to be commuting to the same gym. It's not like you're going to be, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to work out biceps at Planet Fitness in Cincinnati while, while Hope Camp does biceps in, uh, Louisville. You know, I, that's I think, not, that's I think not. Mark Cuban has his own gym. Like, I don't think he needs this app. I don't know why you're putting yourself in his yeah, shoes. Yeah, he doesn't. You're right. You're right. I will say, like, I'm legitimately interested in this prior to the pandemic. Yes. I'll just say, if the floor is shoe boats, then this is the best <laughs> thing we've heard today. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I would grade this pitch as a C. But I think I'm in at a, a respectable level. Um, if you have the the rear wear, wherewithal to get it up and going, I think I'm in. I think I'm in. So Hope Cape, as someone that has <coughs> is is very in shape and uh, very muscular, would you invest <coughs> or even download this type of app? Um. So it took me a very very long time to ever download any sort of dating app. Um because I don't like them. And even as I'm using them, I hate them. And, uh, I cannot imagine that I would be willing to do that for a gym where I don't even like, I actually do like dating people. 
Um, I don't like working out with people, so I cannot fathom that I would do that. Um, See, I don't like running with people. I actually am more likely to run with people, but then they want to talk, and I hate running so much, so then I don't like running with people because I just want to, you know. Agreed. My my wife is a much better runner than I am. She's ran marathons, plural. Uh, and every time she wants to go run with me, she she wants to talk the whole time. And I am out of breath and 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 dying, but also having a good time. But I don't want to speak words the my, entire time. It my roommate terrible. at the time runs. He runs faster than ran faster than me. Still does. And he had just broken up with his girlfriend. He's got all these emotions. He wanted to like run it out with me. So I was like, fine, whatever. We'll do my like six mile route and we go running and he doesn't stop talking the entire time. Uh, and I'm dying. Like he's running faster than me. I can barely keep up and I get back and he literally says, Hey man, thanks for taking it slow so that I could like get some feelings and stuff out and talk the whole time. And I, I couldn't say anything cause I was so out of breath. So I can't, I hear what you're saying. It's the worst to run with somebody that's, that's so much faster than you. Um, would, honestly, would there be a, would there be a setting where you could choose, I don't want to run with somebody, but I would like to be matched with someone to chase me so that it motivates me to run faster and farther. Um, it, would that be a setting you might include? I think that we could we could definitely include a setting for, um, <clears throat> you know, I want to run with another person, but I don't want to talk. Kind of like uh, in the Uber, you can you can you know request a an Uber driver that doesn't converse with you. Can you a request si- a silent can, they barber? Need to do that can you for do that? barbers? Yes, barbers, barbers and dentists. Oh God, I love I love a silent barber. Barbers drive me insane. So wait a minute, are we pivoting? Are we pivoting this from like? No, we're no, not, no, we're no. Not pivoting. Kevin's in. Kevin's so in. The only camp. the only other thing I was going to say is the extent of my like working out with somebody is is for safety reasons. And it's almost this like rite of passage at the gym. If you need a spot, just whoever's walking by, you just say, hey, man, can I get a spot? And they spot you, and then you never talk again. And I really like that. <laughs> so so I don't want to ruin what I have with all of these people that spot me randomly. Um, and so I would not use this app. However, I think there is a market for it. Um, and if anything helps people to work out more and be healthier, I'm all for it. So you get... Um, what is it like? Five bucks? Is that all you need? I got that. I'm good for that. Great. I was gonna make it free. <laughs> I meant to. <laughs> I oh, meant to invest. To help you. Yeah, sure. Five dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I'm in. I'm in on this one. I like it. Awesome, Flynn. All right, uh, Hove Camp. What? Uh, what's your? What's your pitch for us? Okay, so. It's not as not the most thought out thing I've ever done, but here's what I always find myself in: is um, I end up in a show hole more than anything I can ever imagine. So I have rewatched Brooklyn Nine Nine like a hundred times. I'm re- I'm in the middle of a rewatch of Letterkenny. I'll turn on The Office. I'll turn on Parks and Rec. Um, all of these shows that I've seen dozens of times, I just keep turning them on because everything looks so cumbersome to start. I don't particularly care to start anything. There's 100,000 shows, it seems like, on Netflix. And I know there's a bunch of things out there that are like, here's what you should watch next. But they're all trash. None of them actually take into account what I've already seen. So I either get the same recommendations. Um, They don't take into account what I'm in the mood for. So like drama, action, fantasy. Um, They don't necessarily take into account any of the things that would recommend a good next show. 
And in fact, some of them will just recommend, like Netflix's algorithms will just keep recommending Netflix's garbage shows. Maybe some of them are good, but they'll also keep recommending like, hey, you watched The Last Kingdom, because that's a great show and I love it. So it's going to keep pumping me full of these like medieval fantasy things, but they're just cranking those out like a holiday movie that I don't want to watch. So critical review, critical acclaim should be a part of it. Audience score, Rotten Tomatoes, all that kind of stuff. I think um, some sort of tracker to say, what have you watched before? And just a much more comprehensive set of what are you in the mood for? What kind of shows? Do you want a quality show? Are you just trying to pass the time? You want something like good background noise shows? Um, And it can really be very specific and say, here's six shows that you haven't seen that fit what you're describing because everything else is, is way too universal and doesn't factor into anything personal. So are you, are you, so you want Rotten Tomatoes, the app? Yeah, pretty. What are you going to search on Rotten Tomatoes? How are you going to pull up all the shows that you may, that you don't know about that you should watch? Here's what I'm hearing you say that you're not saying, but makes your idea better. So I'm going to tell you, I'm hearing you say it is that the app you're creating is cross platform. Very much so. So if you watch a show on Netflix and it's awesome, it's not just going to give you other recommendations on Netflix. It's going to say, here's what's on Hulu, Stars, HBO Max. That was that was the Disney other Plus. thing that I did fail to mention, thank you. You would select the the one sites that you have. So if you don't have Stars, it's not going to re- give you a Stars show. Um, See, I disagree with Kevin and and I'm going to I'm going to pull a, a Mr. Wonderful from the Shark Tank here. So I'm going to give you advice on what I think this business should be. You have a propi- proprietary uh, algorithm that you can license to Netflix or Hulu or something like that that will make their product better. So instead of having your own app, why I, don't I you don't license have an algorithm. that? I'm not smart enough. I have an idea for an algorithm. Oh, then I'm out. Then I'm out. Flynn, what is an algorithm? This is a goldfish bowl. What are you talking about? (laughs) Hold on. We just like quickly went into like a very shortened version of the Silicon Valley plot, but like with like watching TV shows instead of like storage data. I think it would. I think it would. (laughs) I think it would. Um, I'm, I'm in on this. Uh, we didn't hear the name. Hofkamp, what's the name of this thing? Uh, obviously, that would be for my investors to decide together, Flynn. <laughs> I'm already out. Flynn's out. You can't name shit. We were all out Definitely on Flynn. Definitely not an investor. We named it. <laughs> I, obviously, it's the algorithm. It's just going to be the name of the app. The, Hold on. The Wait algorithm. Wait a minute. Okay. Time out. Not to pop your bubble, but there actually is an app called Watchworthy that lets you select what services you have and as well as what services you or what shows you watch on that service. And then it recommends additional shows based on that across platforms. Yes, I have mentioned that and it's garbage. All of the things that I've come across are are garbage. This is just a better enhanced version of it. Okay. Well, Camp's business model is take something that already exists and just say, (laughs) I'm going to do it better. (laughs) <laughs> the sharks are like, yeah, with, yeah, with, let's do it. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. No algorithm. It's awesome. Huge. Look, you, you want me to go into a goldfish bowl. I have no ideas to speak <laughs> of. My, the biggest idea I ever came up with was when I was like 12. I was like, left-footed people are getting the shaft. Let's make left-footed cars. I thought that was somehow way worse than That would have been this. a much better <laughs> No, pitch. see, I poked all the holes in it. I poked all the holes in it too early. 
I can pivot. I disagree. To that. I think your greatest creation of all time is the uh, Lord of the Rings drinking game, which will which is bring up not some point. a part of the Goldfish Bowl. That is, that's you no, could have made that an app. Could have. No, that's, that you could have made an app. I will. I will say this: my wife and I are becoming terrified that our son is left-handed because of how he interacts with objects. Welcome to my world. And I just don't. I want him to have every advantage in life. And driving is difficult for left-handed people. Um, the only thing they seem to do better than other people is run and be elected president. And I don't really want that for him <laughs> at all. You can um, also you can also be a worse pitcher and make the major league baseball if you're left-handed. But yeah, isn't it true that you the the John Johnny Bench once said at, a, at an event I was at with him last year, he said that becoming a catcher <laughs> is the quickest way to major league baseball, and there's no left-handed catchers. So if if we really want to go all in on let's get him set up to to maximize his chances at becoming. Uh, you know, a major league ball player at my height, um, catchers like it for him. Like that's that's his option. That's and true. if he's left-handed, he's he's just screwed. So Kevin, I'm concerned that you need to pick up that name that you just dropped, Johnny Bench. <laughs> yes, you were like at this event that I was at. Why don't you tell us about your invention? I, well, the the well, let me just say. It. Well, does Johnny I was at? Does, has, I was does at, Johnny know about this? Yeah, invention? is Johnny investing? I was at the. What's JB uh, say here? I was at the Johnny Bench Award, which is an award that the Reds give out. I was at their event last year, and he speaks at it because the award's named after him. So that's that's why I was there. We're not buds. I mean, we hang out, but we're not like friends' friends. Um, so I, I did hear him speak, but you know, that's about it. So is here's he, is my he a friend of the pod. Can we call him a friend of the pod? Oh, De- Johnny Bench is a friend of the pod. <laughs> I'm gonna go follow Johnny Bench on Twitter yeah. right now at, at, at our Facebook page, which is on, on Twitter at at Aired B and B aired bnb because it's bourbon and brothers and this podcast eventually will have aired so we are it is aired bnb so here's my pitch though and i'm really excited about this so one of the things that the four of us do when we're not doing um uh you know a, a sort of middle of the road comedy podcast for only nerds we also play in a fantasy football league together we like fantasy football Huffcamp and Flynn and I are pretty good. Jacob is not, but we have a good time. Um, it's a really fun, fun way to sort of make football I'm gonna, more. I'm going to stop you right here for a second. I don't like how you just lumped yourself into two champions. Uh, so I have the floor. I'm, I have I, the floor. I can't. I can't let that stand. Flynn and I are Flynn and I are very good. Kevin's Look at fine. Me. Pretty's Look at bad. Me. Look at me. I'm, I'm the captain now. Okay. I, I have a microphone, and you will listen to everything I have to say. Flynn movie? No? Okay. No. Nope. Keep going. Nope. Actually, that was two movie references in one. Um, that was. It was. And, uh, and he's not going to get either one. So, But here's what I want to say. So I've created a new app, and it's called Fan, like F-A-N-2-C, Fan2C Hollywood. Fan2C Hollywood. And here's what happens. A date is chosen at the beginning uh, right after the major award season ends, you have the opportunity to draft a list of celebrities and, um, you know, in a league of folks. And once you've drafted these actors and actresses and celebrities, um, they're on your roster. And throughout the season, you don't know necessarily what they're going to be in, what they're not going to be in. But throughout the year, they are in movies and TV shows. And are awarded points based on the success and quality of those movies and TV shows really ranked through an algorithm or something like Rotten Tomatoes score of X percentage equals X number of points per year per film. 
They get a num- they get extra points for every nomination. They get for Oscars and Academy Awards and all these things and and Golden Globes, and then they get extra points if they win those things. Um, similarly, if they are in bad rated movies or or bad attended box office movies, they lose points throughout the year. People who are in more movies end up getting more points. Um, and people who are in less movies, uh, but might be in better movies could end up really flushing out. So it, it's an interesting, you know, I, I think it would be a lot of fun to do because who do you draft 101 every year? You know, is it is it Meryl Streep every single year? Because she's going to be in two things, but she's going to get nominated for at least one of them and it's going to be amazing. Or do you choose, you know, like a Samuel L. Jackson or a Morgan Freeman or someone who's in nine movies a year, four of them are fine, five of them are terrible, um, and one of them is something like a box office hit, like, you know, an Avengers movie or a Star Wars movie or something. Um, so I think it would be a lot of fun uh, to, to, you know, think about who the breakout star is going to be. Um, we listen, I listened to another podcast, and they were talking about movies, and, and they said that, in, I think it was 1994, um, Jim Carrey released The Mask, Ace Ventura, and... Um, Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber in the same year. Um, those three films came out in the same year, and that was really his breakout year. Who would have chosen uh, to, you know, to draft on their on their roster Jim Carrey that year? Probably not a lot of people, but whoever did got the steal of the draft that year. I think it could be a ton of fun for people who like movies, for people who like, you know, that that actor actress Hollywood piece. Um, and it would make award shows actually interesting to people again, because um, right now it's just is there drama over who was chosen to host? Um, it's not actually interesting who ends up winning. Um, and, and I think this could be a lot of fun. So that's my pitch. Fan to see Hollywood, the app. I think um, I think much like your fantasy football, I think much like your fantasy football uh, prowess, this is good, but falls just short of where you're trying to get to. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and just in life as well, he falls short, just, short, just, just short. of what he wants to get to. Um, but no, I think, um, well, so you, you made it seem like we wouldn't know what movies people were going to be in, but I could get on IMDb for any actor and see what movies are in production, post-production. True, but you don't know breakout folks. You know, you know current celebrities, but you don't necessarily know breakouts, and you don't know if those movies are going to be any good. Well, I don't know if the movies are going to be any good. Um, I think I don't think it necessarily detracts from it. It just makes us able to do research, like in regular fantasy football, right? Um, right. On as to who's got the most movies, who's um, who's going to be in all of the Marvel movies, who's directing um, is you know. Is Ron Howard directing some stuff, or are we looking at some startup guys? Um, I think it's fine, but I think I am the. I think that the app needs to come with a demand for that type of a fantasy league. So we would need to create some sort of demand for the fantasy league before they would. We would need to have an app for it. I am all in on this, and I actually, Kevin, I want you to, like, develop this now. Like, <laughs> let's just try it out, uh, because I, this is a type of fantasy league that I would actually be good at. Like, not trying to, yeah, I watch movies. I know movies. I know movies a lot more than I know football. So, I, yes, can we do this this next year? Like, seriously? Uh, 
yeah, go find some money. Um, but I, I don't know anything about developers or or creating an app. I can barely use or my algorithms. Own phone. You got you got, <laughs> algorithms. You got to get Google. the format down of like how the scoring goes yep, first, I yep, think, yep. and then from there. You know, when people listen to this podcast and they see how much fun we had doing it, this fan to see whatever you called it, then everyone's going to it's going to be the hot ticket app. It's going to be the Angry Birds of 2022. It, it, it could be for sure. And one of the reasons I think there is a market for this is I know several people who play uh, it, the Deadpool where they choose celebrity, they predict celebrities on a list that they think are going to die in the upcoming year. And however many times they're right, they get points. Um, I know people who play this all the time, and there are apps for it, and there's people who create leagues. And this is a so much less offensive and depressing way to do that um, <laughs> kind of thing. So, so Flynn, I think you're the last. I hear Huffcamp's out. I hear Pretty's in. What do you think? I I think that there's... The market has been saturated by too many fantasy games. You know, there's fantasy MMA, there's fantasy golf, um, outside of the even obvious ones of baseball and basketball, which are way too hard to keep up with. You know, I personally wouldn't play it. Everyone knows why. But, you know, it's it's a decent concept, and uh, I think you get a, a little grassroots following. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that has been the Goldfish Bowl. Uh, seems like we might have got some dun, dun. some different ideas. Um, and, but pretty, I am turning it over to you to introduce our next segment. Fictional Battle Royale. All right, so we're coming back at you with another Battle Royale. Uh, this week's topic for Battle Royale is. Let me read it officially, so that way I don't mess up the uh, my own pronunciation of it. <clears throat> Fictional anthropomorphized non-human characters so fictional anthropomorphized non-human characters so what that means is uh we're not looking at uh personifications of characters so it can't be like a oh this thing walks like uh it it has to this non-human character has to have humanistic traits and we're gonna pick them on pick them down uh playground battle royale style uh, Hove Camp's going to go first, then Flynn, then myself, then Kevin. And, Jacob, I um, want to add something real quick. So uh, the, the definition on the, the Disney fandom website is non-human characters who have human characteristics, whether they happen to be animals, plants, objects, including toys, or anything that is not an organism. And so <clears throat> something that just, you, if, you, if you can say that it has human characteristics and is not a human, um, it should count. However, you know, I was thinking mm-hmm. about some stuff that shouldn't count. So, like, I was I was thinking about Marvel and Drax. He is not a human, but I don't think he should count towards this because he's basically a human. I, I think it sense. should be non-humanoids. Yeah, we, non-humanoid. We should have put, yeah. So, like, Shrek hum- is a humanoid, um, you know, stuff like, like that. So honestly, just the fact that Godzilla walks, I don't think Godzilla can count because... Godzilla is Godzilla. Not a... Godzilla would count if he was anthropomorphized. He's just a monster. Yeah, he's just a monster. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. It's not okay. that he's bipedal. So it's that I can't. Do you know what? Do you know what we're talking about here, pretty? How many actual animals? I... Just regular old monsters and animals. Indominus Rex. Not. Not. No. That doesn't work either. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. Um, my first pick. I think I'm going first here. One on one. Go. Yes. I uh, I want to submit this with a question mark because I think this is is gray. Um, but if it is allowed, hundred percent, it's my first pick. Um, Genie from Aladdin. 
No, no. Cheney's on my list. Not. He's on my list. I, 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 I debated it, and he's he's on my list. He's, he's, he is my one hundred and one. Assuming Kevin. that it's legal, I think it's Kevin, technically legal, up. but it feels wrong. So um, that it, that's like calling Wandavision a sitcom. It, yeah, it, it, it is. absolutely that, is. That actually like is very calling much Wandavision now that we've a sitcom. Seen now that episode four came so out, maybe it's not. Here's but, no, you know. it's not. But here's what I want to say about about what Hope Camp just did. There's a difference between the letter of the law and the spirit of the law. And in this case, Hubcamp has followed the letter of the law, but he knows that it's a bogus move. Um, and so I think if he wants to take it, fine. But it says more about Hubcamp than it does about the genie. Ugh. Fine. Okay. Here's what, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to submit that I have thought about and pers- purposefully did not take genie. So anybody that does take it now knows that I knew about it, thought about it, didn't take it, and you're Fair. a coward. Fair. You are a gentleman, and I appreciate my, you. My first pick is Mighty Mouse. Nice. Ooh, really nice. He was nice. on my list. Dang, I didn't think anyone was going to pick him. Sorry, mm. I got really excited there. Okay. Yeah, that's basically Superman. It but is Superman, Mouse but a mouse. Form. And he's so small. Yep. He's so small. He can go anywhere. He can fit into anything, and he's invincible and amazing. Yeah, that's, yep. that's a pretty good pick. Okay, knowing Flynn and how he approaches this, he's just going to go, the genie from Aladdin. Like, he, he cares nothing about getting our approval for his picks. If how the first fictional battle went, that's exactly what's about to happen. See, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I've, I've, I've gone a little bit more, you know, white collar, straight, straight laced here. Uh, I am going, my, my first pick is, is someone um, that is... Uh, Amazing, and also uh, will continue to come back from the dead, so you're you're not going to be able to kill him. That's mm. a- Aslan from The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. That was my Thought first pick. Him. Thought about him hard. That was my, That's, yeah. Yep. Flynn, Flynn I think you Jesus. knew I was going to take That's, that. <laughs> <laughs> that is terrible. It's basically, it, it's Lion Jesus. He's a lion, and he comes back from the dead. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he's amazing in other capacities, too. So, yeah, he's he. I think he was my clear 101, uh, so I'm, I'm glad I got Flynn, him. I have a question. We so Flynn and I got together um, this weekend, and I was we were explaining to our wives what we were about to do in this fictional battle royale, and I they were like, "What's an example of this person?" And I said, "Like Mr. Tumnus," and they all went, "Who's Mr. Tumnus?" And I said, "From Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe." And Flynn said, "Would it be better to pick Aslan." What I want to know is if I had not brought up Mr. Tumnus. No, Aslan was my, my like as so I put together the show sheet. I came up with this this uh, this topic, and Aslan was my first thought. Like as as soon as I wrote it, I was like, "Well, I mean, Aslan is number one." So that what? Yeah, no, you, you mentioning that was made, made me a little bit nervous, and that's why I actually picked him number one because I knew he wouldn't get back to me. He he would not come come past you. Correct. So. That is very true. I have some top tier people on my list already, still though. So I think Kevin's up next. Nope, Jacob's nope, up next. Pretty. Nope, Jacob's up next. Oh yeah, me. Yes. Uh, so I'm going with might be seen as a controversial pick, but definitely counts as a hundred percent anthropomorphic character. Bugs Bunny. Why would that be controversial? That's that's, the, that's not like controversial and a terrible pick. No, ah. no, no, no. It's controversial as a number one pick. Yeah, because it's bad. I can justify why, but. No, Bugs Bunny gets out of every situation. He always wins. He literally has access to what is known as the Toon Force that literally gives him 
powers of the level of Aslan. You want to know? You want to know what? You want to know what's really exciting too? Aslan got off of death. He was killed, <laughs> literally killed, stabbed, stopped oh, breathing. Bunny has never taken like, force. No, the two forces is totally made up. You made Pretty up. Pretty made it. up this fun fact about Looney Tunes. It's a garbage <laughs> pick. I don't want to linger on it. We're about to just decimate him, Kevin. Make take your steal of the draft because you should have already been off the board. God, this is this is uh. really this is really tough for me actually because I um, when I think battle royale, the scene that comes to mind is the scene in Anchorman where the four different news teams show up. Yeah, yeah. And everybody walks in. They're like, "All right, here we go." And so for me, it's less about which is a reference I, of West Side Story. Yes, it is. Um, Sorry. <laughs> so it, it's something that I. Um, Thought I think about when in the sense that I don't necessarily just want to pick who's the most overpowered character that can work. It's like, who do I really want on my team? Like, who's going to be the best teammate um, that's going to be, like, next to me in this? And I'll, prou- I'll be proud that they're over my shoulder. So I'm choosing Groot. Mm. Groot is my pick. I had him on my list. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a, that's a good one. He actually wasn't on my list, but uh, that's, that's, that's a really good one. I think he's he's incredibly powerful. He's incredibly strong. He can regenerate, and he also has this opportunity where if things aren't going my way, he can just create a protective bubble around me um, to absorb, you know, a, a lot. Not everything, as we've seen, but a lot. So Groot's, Groot's who I'm going with with the, the number four overall. Hope Camp, it's back to you. I have two that I'm looking at at my list right now that I would be ecstatic with. So let's see if you take one of those. You're up. All right, trying to figure out exactly how I want this team to look. And I'm going to make this decision, because I'm kind of splitting hairs a little bit, I think. But I'm going to make this decision based exactly on what Kevin said, and that is which of these do I want on the squad, if you will. And I'm going to go with Dragon from Shrek. Not anthropomorphic. Absolutely, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> speaks like a human. Um, she Dragon does, doesn't she speak. Mates with she mates. She doesn't. She doesn't speak, like, yeah. but is absolutely anthropomorphized. Yeah. Understands language. Uh, bats her eyes. Is yeah, romantically blows heart smoke rings. Yeah, right. I so if we were doing battle royale dragons, she wouldn't be in my top five. Um, she would so not. Agreed. She would not be. She was like the second or third one on my list. Why didn't you choose but, the first one on your list? Uh, team. Because I think Kevin, you got teams, in his head. Team style. Okay. Yeah, okay. You, you right. got in his head. Team and makeup. You're not going to get my head. Uh, I am. I like to choose people that win um, at all costs. I also. And, I also have another idea coming my way. So it's about team makeup, and I think. Uh, I think I'm good with my pick. Uh. I'm, I'm, uh, man. What Flynn's thinking, I think he's thinking is, Hubcamp's got a dragon, so now I need a dragon. <laughs> That's exactly what he's thinking. Dragons so on dragons. The dragon was my pick. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to pivot, though, because... I, say, I left I, him sitting I, there for him. I'm going to take Optimus Prime. Ooh, that was mine. Goodbye. Yep. Optimus Prime, uh, overpowered uh, Transformer. Uh, so yeah, he's 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 is, my 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 pick. I, I found him almost more questionable than Genie. No, I I mean he's not a, when he's in truck form. He's yeah. When he's in truck form, he it doesn't not matter. It doesn't matter. It's he's, fine. 
I'm not worried about I, it. I respect He's it. not humanoid I either. I mean, he is, he, he is as much an absolutely he is right, as much an alien as Groot. He can be biped. That's fair. Yes. That's fair. Yeah. Pretty. You're up. Yeah, he, he literally is an alien. Uh, okay, well, <laughs> literally, I am going to have to pivot my entire list because, again, trying to go for the authentic nature of this and everyone else is just going OP AF. Wow, abandon, so, uh, abandon your stance is pretty. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'll, I'll take the dragon that was left on the board. I'll take Smaug. Yeah, that was, that was, that was my, my, my thought. Yep, absolutely thought about Bugs it. Bugs Bunny and Smaug. That's good. That's good. Bugs Bunny. Absolutely and thought okay. about it, and um, I'm I'm good. I think Dragon and Smaug would have an epic battle, and I'll take Mighty Mouse to make the difference, and and uh, Dragon will, will Dragon will work Mighty much. Mouse. Dragon will work much better with Mighty Mouse than Smaug will work with Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny <laughs> that is need that Bugs. is Bugs Bunny could take any of your teams solo. Okay, well, so. I, Smaug was on my list, and I appreciate it. Um, he's also on my list of top five dragons, even yes. though uh, the dragon of Shrek is not. Um, if I wanted to choose a dragon here, I would choose the dragon from Aragon. Aragorn? Ar- Ar- what's, what was that terrible Aragon. book? Aragon. 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 Yeah. Aragon or whatever. That was the I worst think... book ever written ever. I like, tried Dan to read it one Bra- time. It Dan terrible. Brown is a better writer than whoever wrote that trash novel. Damn hot take. I mean, how many points? How many points were taken off of that dragon just from sheer like you don't want the source material on your team? The anyone who's <laughs> listening to this who likes the book, go read the first three sentences out loud and tell me why you kept reading. Other than <laughs> you know you thought the movie was fine. Um, I would rather have Pete's dragon than the dragon mm-hmm. from from several of these, but I'm not going with the dragon again. I, I came into this with I've got my team. I'm excited about them. I want brawlers, um, and I'm choosing Chewbacca. Chewbacca is the next on my list. Oh, 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 oh the Wookiee. Kevin going with the all alien team. So far, so far. Very nice. Okay, yeah. All right, all right. back to round three. Hove camp. Back Two to more you. picks here, Hove camp. Oh man! All right. See, I was going the other way, and that is, I can't get enough dragons. <laughs> so, <laughs> Mighty Mouse and dragons. Mighty Mouse leading a team, a team of dragons. I think is insane. And so, for my second dragon, third pick, I will be choosing Villain Tretton Mirth or Borch Three Jackdaws. From the Witcher, the golden dragon of lore in the Witcher. <laughs> I haven't seen the okay. Witcher, so I can't I can't comment. Who uh, absolutely should be in Kevin's top list list of top five dragons. Uh, I'm not familiar with the source material, but I will make it a point to to, to educate myself. Uh, <laughs> I make I make you that promise. So I, I have another dragon on my uh, my list as well. Yeah, you might um, need him now. You know, I got two. Right. Um, <laughs> It's, so it's a questionable dragon, and I'll submit it to you all uh, because I, I, I do have two individuals on my team that are, like, super wholesome, amazing individuals and awesome fighters in Aslan and in Optimus Prime. Um, you know, Toothless from How to Train Your Dragon. On the list. Is that, is, is that, is that acceptable? No. Yes, the traits, it's not as a, hum- as a no, as a dragon, as a yes, as an anthropomorphized non-human character, I don't think so. He has some characteristics. He's more, like he's he more anthropomorphized. Name, name than three Aragon human is. characteristics of Toothless. Three. 
I mean, so his facial features, and that, and that's and that's why I'm submitting it to you all. Is is I think he's, he's it's almost questionable. More, he's almost more puppy than human. He is more pet, and and so that's why I wanted to to talk it out. I think if he could it's talk, no. or if he could like, talk, I was there. All right, he just needed one um, more thing. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. Then hey, listen, when we when we do dragon on dragon like episode, yeah, are we doing that? I I, I, res- <laughs> I respect the choice. In no, this case, I'm not a great there. choice. Toothless is a great choice. Um, I then I'm going to pivot and I'm going to go with uh, Rocket Raccoon off of um, multiple uh, Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy. So multiple Guardians. Uh, I think I think he was he's a better choice than Groot. Um, he's a leader. He's 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 more ruthless. Um, Groot's more like defensive, but I think he is more offensive. And also he he can lead the pack, and he's extremely smart. Do you, do you remember extre- <laughs> when Groot no, extended he, his arm I, through like eight I do remember enemy that. combatants at the same time? I do remember time? that. Okay. Groot, Groot has, defensive. has... Yeah, Groot's amazing, but... Groot doesn't Rocket, need a weapon. Rocket is useless without a weapon. Yeah, but Rocket can make a weapon out of anything. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. That is fair. Jacob, that, you're up. That does give you some brains. Um... <laughs> Again, y'all going totally OP on stuff. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to take a uh, just a straight-up brawler, in my opinion. Uh, I'm picking Lion-O from Thundercats. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I thought about that. I, I wrote great. just Thundercats on here. Um, <laughs> just all of them. Just all of them. Lion-O would be the one. <laughs> What's the name of the little character that's annoying as hell on that that just says Lion-O's name? That's his only uh, line. Is that Leo? I don't no. remember. All I know is he walks around going, Lion O. <laughs> I just want I just want Lion O to just Thundercats. Oh. Anyways. Next round. Okay, oh, no. I'm sorry, I, I, never mind. No, Kevin. Still, I'm up. Kevin. Still Kevin. I'm up. And Oh man, this is tough. Okay. No, it's not tough. Dobby the elf. Dobby the house elf. Uh, oh, that's on my list. I didn't think of that. Yeah, yeah. That's Dobby the What? Whoa! One. Yes, she is. How? He, how, Dobby, he, how is, he, how is, yes, how is. is he not? Just Dobby's a, not humanoid. I, I would not. I would not characterize him as humanoid. It, that's a good pick. Dobby. Yeah, I, I, Dobby yeah. is every bit as welcome on this list as Optimus Prime, as Chewbacca. Yeah, absolutely. As, as yep. Groot. Fictional anthropomorphized non-human characters across now, any genre. Now, that I was think, the category. I think there is a difference between like a house elf and like Legolas. Yeah, Legolas is true humanoid. House elf is like a different creature. Oh, yeah, and like okay. even Yoda. Like Yoda is is a lot like the probably the same size as Dobby, but at the same time, like he is more humanoid than Dobby. Yeah, I I, I chose to leave Yoda off my list because it felt like spirit of the law versus letter of the law. I could have made arguments. I could have, yeah, it is. It really is. So I, when I started my list, Yoda was on there. Um, but I, I think, uh, it's just not right, but Dobby feels right to me. So, you know, to pair Dobby with Chewbacca and Groot feels great. All right. Hope camp. What is, who is your last pick and why is it Olaf? (laughs) So I'm trying to really. I think I have to make this pick. For hang, the on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Why Olaf? He he has no idea. He I'm has no idea. <laughs> Ooh, snow idea. That was good. Boo. Dad joke. Uh, Anyways, dad joke of the okay. night. Okay. 
I am going to go with, I've got multiple different options here, and I think I'm going to just, I, it's, I think it makes my team more fun. I'm going to go with Reapacheep, the mouse from Narnia. So I have two mice <laughs> and two dragons. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I think he might have been mice my and dragons. Second, he might have been my his second team or is third of mice favorite and dragons. option, but I think he is equally as amazing uh, in his own right uh, and can actually get in the the dirty uh, material there, get in get in the, the thick of it. Still unseen, super stealthy, lethal. Love it. I love my team. So I am between <clears throat> three right now on my list, and and you know you all have not taken many off of my list, which is kind of baffling. So do I want to go with? Um, you know, a giant individual to go along with Optimus Prime and just kind of come at people with pure, pure size. Do I want to duplicate, you know, one of my efforts, but also remain amazing? Um, or do I want to, to go the route of three really wholesome, amazing characters and then Rocket Raccoon? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go huge. I think I'm going to go huge. I'm going to go Grandpa Longneck off of... Uh, Land Before Time. Woof. Grandpa Longneck. Okay. Yep. okay. Yeah, he's 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 no, a brontosaurus. I mean, a I know, giant we know dinosaur. Who he is. That's not. Yeah. The, no, no, it's totally fine. I'm you started. Yeah, you started so well with your first two mm-hmm. picks, mm-hmm. and I think you fell way off the rails with your last two. See, picks. See, I love Land Before Time, and you know you're going against try to get a mouse against uh, a, a dinosaur. You know, I mean that's yeah. Uh, Mighty Mouse is going to win that, by the way. Yeah, Mighty Mouse. Groot is, just but, puts. A, uh, an uh, arm branch through the dinosaur's neck and pulls it out. Done. No, 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 no. no Grandpa yes. Longneck is fantastic. Uh, he is a fantastic pick. He's gonna stomp on everyone. I hate it. I hate it. I love it because it makes my team so much better than yours. But yeah. I hate it. I think there were better dinosaurs to pick. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you Pretty. if if no one if no one picks uh, the other two that I I'll, I'll tell you I'll tell you who was on the list. Pretty who you got? Okay. Um. I'm going to go super deep into nerddom here. So I've got the, the, the dragon, since apparently every team has to have a dragon. I've got the dragon. I've got the brute force with Lion-O. And uh, I've got the ultimate conniving master with Bugs Bunny. But you know what I don't have? I don't have just an all-powerful and omnipotent being. So I am picking Shinron the Magic Dragon from Dragon Ball Z. None of you all know what that is. I do, so, and I fine. think it's an excellent pick. The challenge is, is can he do more than one thing in the battle? Because he was never... He, he literally just... He's never really been shown away. to do more than one thing. So he's got one move. He's like Zoolander. He's got one look. You know, pre-magnum, pre-magnum Zoolander. Uh, <clears throat> I, 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 res- I respect the reference more than the pick. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, yeah it looks like you're the- just fishing for another dragon. Yeah. Well, obviously, you've got two dragons. I've got to compete. He's got, got two dragons and two dragon. mice. Um, now, they're pretty cool mice, but, you know, he's got two dragons and two mice. All right, I'm, I'm ending it. Here's, the, here's my team. All right, here's how this goes. I've got Groot. Okay, I've got Chewbacca. I've got Dobby. And now I've got Stitch. Stitch is that was, that was basically on undes- was, yeah. indestructible, um, designed for mass terror, uh, and will do just incredible things in a melee environment, no matter what anybody else is bringing to the table. Um, that's that's the four that I want standing beside me uh, as we enter this this battle royale. Yep, 
I really would it's like to just say I did not choose. There were no Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles taken. I almost took one of those. Tasmanian Devil was on my list, yep. as well as Spider-Ham, which I thought would have been a very fun pick. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog was on also on my list. On my list was, uh, you know, the two the two th- that I almost took over Grandpa Longneck would have been Mufasa yep, and Sully from on Monsters Inc. As well. um, mm. Tamatoa from from Moana uh, was was also on my list. Over Maui, um, the Kool Aid Man. Maui's a Maui's a human. humanoid. Oh, he's a demigod. Oh, you're right. Basic, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Sorry, uh, my bad. The Kool Aid Man was going to be a funny pick if I had decided. <laughs> to go that way. I would love, you would have got extra points. <laughs> okay. So clearly, again, I, I, I'm not good at these battle royales. I need to think less like... Yeah, you spent your, you spent your first pick on yeah, Bugs Bunny. you took Bunny. Bugs Bunny first. Yeah, because Bugs Bunny's amazing. That was probably my best and only true pick. Pretty, yeah. I think you got to just keep being you because it's awesome. Yep. It's good for us because yeah, you're we, always wrong we you. and we it's good for you. you. Yeah. We ripped you when you picked Bugs Bunny for losing, and you changed everything about yourself and still lost. So, I don't know. I mean, you're not going to feel any better, so just stick to your guns. At least you have a conscience right. that way. Quick recap before we before we move on. I have Aslan, Optimus Prime, Rocket Raccoon, and Grandpa Longneck. Camp, who do you have? I have uh, Mighty Mouse, Dragon from Shrek, um... Villain Tretz and Mirth, or Borch 3 Jack Dawes <laughs> from The Witcher, and Reaper Sheep from the Mouse from the Chronicles of Narnia. So I feel like I have the two most ridiculous names and the most <laughs> ridiculously structured team. I like my team as as people, as non-people, and I like them as characters, and I also think they're going to be great in a brawl. I've got Groot, I've got Chewbacca, I've got Dobby, and I've got Stitch. I have Bugs Bunny, Smaug, uh, who did I pick third? Oh, Lion-O, duh. See, this is what happens when I pivot and I don't, I don't follow with my own guns. <laughs> That's really unfortunate. And then Shinron from Dragon Ball Z. And so we All will, right. we will put this on our, uh, Twitter, Facebook, and then you guys can at vote. At Air to BNB. Yes, yes. At Air to BNB, and you guys can vote on why the Dragon Mouse team <laughs> is by far the best. Definitely yeah, the funnest I mean. to watch because <laughs> as they're coming yeah. in, you've got yeah. two mice riding dragons. <laughs> well, Mighty Mouse can fly right next to him. No, but he's riding the dragon. He's definitely riding. <laughs> he's, no he's one, definitely no riding one can dragon, see that. They're regular. It's, it's fine. Fine. It's fine. <laughs> so they think it's just two dragons. It's so good. And then Mighty Mouse straight up flies through Optimus Prime's heart because <laughs> he's indestructible, <laughs> and you're like, oh no. <laughs> I, I love it. I think it was good stuff. All right, we are we are we've we've had two really good segments. It's time to do a quick round of confessions. Confessions. And so we have each decided to tell uh, to tell one thing to our listeners and each other that we just need to get off our chest. Something that that um, you need to know about us. Um, you know, an example of this that I shared with the team was, um, I'm 33 years old and I do math almost every day as a part of my job in terms of, I, I approach, you know, numbers and things like that. And I have no idea how to do long division. I have no clue how to even start. If someone, when my kid turns whatever age they do long division, I'm going to be so 
mortified if he asks me for help, but also excited to wait till he goes to bed and and read what they are teaching them how to do long division. I, I can't do if it. You just, if you just win a bet against me, I'll explain it to him. It's, it's, em, it's embarrassing, and I, you know, it's a confession I have. It's not the one I'm going to do tonight, but it's, it's just an example of how we're going to approach this. So here's how we're going to go. We're going to go in ascending age order, um, and, and we're going to make some confessions. And so I believe that puts Pretty up first. Um, pretty, is, pretty is 14 years old. Flynn is 19 years yep. old. Huffcamp is 30 uh, something, and I'm 33. So, pretty, you're up first. Tell me your confession. Sure. Those would be our ages if we all went in Kevin years. So, he's not actually 33, <laughs> he's like yep. 67. But just, yeah. Thanks, listeners. Um, uh, so, my confession uh, the, the people on this podcast know this mostly, but uh, listeners, for years, I had a terrible fear of uh being chased up the steps it was so Um, fun to live with you (laughs) like very irrational fear however um that fear uh after moving to a city in which i had an apartment that i had to walk up multiple steps all the time um that fear actually kind of subsided over time and now uh much to the chagrin of the people i'm on this podcast with uh I just kind of placate into that at this point. I'm no longer terrified of being chased up steps anymore. So you can chase me up steps all day long. doesn't phase so, me at all. So just so that I understand how you wanted to approach this confessions segment, it is I'm, I, got over, I got over my fears. Yep. <laughs> cool. I cool got over my fear man. of being cool chased confession. up the steps. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's my confession. Great job. Great job. I, see, I see that I see no one's getting to know us better with this. <laughs> Next time you come over, I'm going to have you walk up the stairs and see if you're actually over that or not. I'm, I'm totally <laughs> fine. As long as you don't grab my ankles, I'm good. I want you to grab his ankles, pull so hard that he breaks his nose and he is now literally like traumatized, and so he's never gonna get over the fear. <laughs> yes. Flynn, I might I might still be a little Flynn, fun. tell us yeah. your confession. So you know this this okay <laughs> my app that i almost invented was a a kind of rating system for public restrooms and see how clean they are how smelly they are um you know how how much maintenance is put into them on the regular basis and so it's just like a rating system so that you know you know if you go to the cracker barrel uh what the restroom situation is like and I think that app would have been really good um, back when I was in middle school, because this is probably my most embarrassing story that uh, I don't think I've told many people. I think I might have told like one or two people about this story. So when I was in middle school, uh, my parents and I went to dinner uh, at at a a restaurant called Buffalo Trace Wild Wings. It was it was Do you a. Know this story? <laughs> You know, <laughs> I've told oh, you this. Trace yeah. Wild Wings. yeah, it was Buffalo B-T-W-W. Trace Wild Wings. Yes, uh, they got shut down because I'm sure multiple reasons, but one was. Help campus walked across the room. <laughs> I wanted having to get away from the microphone because I think I'm about to please, laugh please continue. <laughs> so you know they got shut down because of um, trademark stuff. I'm pretty sure, but also maybe some, some questionable food stuff. 
So, you know, we went to dinner and, and I loved their wings as a kid. And, and, you know, one day they were just were not sitting right. And I was like, I think I have food poisoning. And so I went to the bathroom and I'm sitting in this restroom and I'm like, I'm like kind of holding my stomach and I'm kind of rocking back and forth. I was like, this is awful. And so, you know, I'm sitting on the toilet and I was like, I think I'm going to throw up. And so I, I get off the toilet and I, I go to throw up. Um, but it ends up coming out the other end <laughs> while I'm kneeling in front of the toilet. Wait. <laughs> so, so mortified, mortified. I was like, oh, my God, what did I just do? And so I sit, sit back down on the toilet and then I throw up. And so <laughs> I, Do, hang on. <laughs> Do your parents yep. know this story? <clears throat> no. <laughs> because immediately I was like, I need to get out of the situation now. And so I, I cleaned up as best as I could, washed my hands thoroughly, and I walked out of the bathroom up and I was like, We need to go, I don't feel good, and immediately walked out of the restaurant. And I'm not sure I've been back because it did <laughs> get shut down. But yeah, yeah, because there was poop and puke all over the bathroom floor. <laughs> but I, I feel so bad for that employee because you I mean I've should. worked in retail. You should I've, feel I've bad. I've worked in retail, and like I feel so bad that someone walks into this restroom. That's terrible. Like, what happened here? How old were you again? <laughs> Middle school, and I had food poisoning. Oh I had no clue what was happening. Yeah, yeah, I was bad. Uh, Flynn, you you should t- you are solely responsible for that place getting shut down. The the health department definitely was like doing their inspection and just saw what you did on that bathroom floor. So what, you're welcome. Yes. One Good of the job. things that's true about the four of us is that the four of us are Catholic. Um, have you gone to actual confession <laughs> to tell that story? Because I think you need to. I I probably should. Yes, I I, I don't think I have confessed that as a sin, but wow. it, is, it is it is something that I I, I take great shame in you should. just because you know i mean it, it was it was a non i didn't mean to do it it wasn't it wasn't on purpose the that only I did thing these awful the only atrocities. thing that would have made this better is if they had a like tell like ring the bell if you had good service thing and you interpreted <laughs> it as a post game of thrones shame bell and on your way out, you just rang it really hard <laughs> from your shame. Oh, I, I disagree. Everyone, everyone I, I, just starts clapping for you. <laughs> I, I, what I think would have been best if there was a security video that they watched later on of some little kid running out of the bathroom, covered in puke, holding his bottom, just trying to get out of the restaurant as quickly as possible, <laughs> saying, Mom! <laughs> Yeah, I was. I went very calmly back to the table, but I was like, "Yeah, we need to go." That is yeah. amazing. I don't know how Huff Camp you're gonna really uh, say anything after that. What if we just stop the segment here? And that was that was like we just needed to get Flynn to say that on a recording, and then we just end. But... It, it was a fake segment. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> That's fine. Well, pretty definitely rude. started it off. For a fake segment, there he did. Um, That's what I thought we were I going. Really, really <laughs> I've come, wish I've overcome a fear. <laughs> I used to be scared of things. Now I'm not confessed. <laughs> it's <laughs> an irrational fear. Um, it took me a long time to get over it. Tell us your okay. tell us your thing, your confession. So this is maybe equally. I think you guys will think less of me in a few minutes <laughs> than you ever did I before. Think less but of me. <laughs> that the only reason that we're going with this one is because of Flynn's. Uh, 
revealing. I feel like it's like How I Met Your Mother where Barney's trying to like tell his story <laughs> of his origin and he needs um, other people to confess about themselves. Mm-hmm. And so Flynn Great has record. earned this one. Um, unlike Flynn, I have seen most movies uh, and comment intelligently on all of them, um, if you will. Understand references, quote them, all those sorts of things. Uh, and there is one movie that, well, well, really a couple of movies, that while I've never directly been asked, so I've never technically lied about this, I have just known enough about it to make you think that I've seen it. Um, but I have, in fact, I have never seen any of The Godfathers. My gosh, really? <laughs> that is Yeah, concerning. it's a big oversight, and I know it's an oversight, and I've never felt... That uh, no, tell tell right. everyone why that's a concern for me. What do you mean? Why that's a concern for you? Oh, because I am the godfather of your yes, of your son. yes, yes. Yeah. That would be the reason. <laughs> that's the yeah, that's, that's a pretty the thing. Big that's reason. the thing. You can make every reference, and I can get those jokes, and I no. will make those jokes. No, and you, I, you wouldn't have known had I not told you this. You wouldn't have known. No, um, because uh, I am uh, able to no, this, to BS my way through that well enough. And this, I mean, no, this is unacceptable. I'm sensing I, I, we are a, a we Godfather are, status revoked. We are going. Look, look, no, I, I'm no. willing to remedy this. No, but we're, we're I did doing think this. In we, the spirit of confessions, that was the one whew, thing that I felt was wow. the toughest, the toughest pill to swallow for you guys. And I wanted wow. you to know that I have, in fact, while I will leave the gun and take the cannoli, I have not Stop seen it. that scene. Stop it. I, okay. <laughs> Oh, oh wow! Okay, so I, oh, man, I'm having a visceral reaction to this mm-hmm. right now. Wow, wow, wow! Okay, I I need okay. Huffcam. It's so long too. Like it's it's just shut it's, up. It's, it's so shut shut shut. That's why I haven't seen it either. Shut yeah. up! Shut up! You you will but, watch Godfather Part One with me. We will have lunch. We will watch Godfather Part Two. I'm in for. Th- I want to see them both. I just haven't ever done. There it. is a part three that we can ignore. Okay, I knew so, that too. Yeah. So, th- but soon, I am. F- I am making this happen. You are <laughs> coming here, shot, and we're I'm watching. We're going to spend six hours ish watching Godfather's one and two, and you're going to be better for it. And I'm going to be able to hug you again. I want to be able to have you seen. Have you have seen The Godfathers 1 and 2 more than I want the COVID vaccination? This is unacceptable. The, 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 the thing is, is that we need the COVID vaccination in order for us to do that. So, kind of Logic is out the window, bro. This is unacceptable. <laughs> I am so mind I blown. This, I hope that this did two things. One... Let's you know that we're in for real confessions, and two makes pretty feel like absolute garbage for his non-confession <laughs> confession. Um, Maybe we'll really give him a chance the at the end to do another one. <laughs> I um, am mind so, blown. So, okay. Kevin, compose yourself and uh, confess to us. Wow! Here. Wow! Okay, I had three. I had I walked in with three three stories I could tell. I have a long one. I have a short one, and I have one that's sort of in the middle. Let's obviously we'll do the short one with you. Okay. Okay. Well, my confession is I can't How reach, about the reach most story? things. The old, the, yeah. okay, sure. The shortest, oldest you story. You asked for the oldest story. I will give you the oldest story. My freshman year of college, I went to I went to the same 1994. place. 1994. 
I went to the no. same school. 1972. I went to the same school that everybody on this podcast did. We all went to Northern Kentucky University for our undergrad. Uh, unlike everybody else, I got two other degrees after that. But I, um, I went to Northern Kentucky University, and I started there as a BFA in musical theater. And I didn't finish it because I definitely wasn't good enough, uh, like like Pretty is for sure. But I, um, I was excited to have been cast as a lead role in my freshman year. Um, they were doing a first year show, so all the upperclassmen were excluded, which is one of the reasons why most of the competition was eliminated. But the role was Peter Pan in the J. M. Barry original. Um, play version of the the you know Peter Pan, so not the musical but the play. I was cast as Peter Pan, and in this version of Peter Pan, uh, we were in a black box theater, not the main stage theater. So we were not we didn't have access to the uh, harnesses and things to do the real flying. Instead, it was just what was called Japanese or Chinese theater style. I really can't remember um, at, at what the director said at the time, but. Basically, larger humans than me in all black came out and lifted me up and threw me around, um, and that was that. So was, they they got a bunch of like middle school say, kids, so, then so larger like humans, super than you, normal right? sized humans. Yeah, right. exactly, exactly. Um, and they the would lift me and throw me humans. around, and that was the thing. Five so, teenage girls <laughs> lifted <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So. Um, but here's something that is one of the more embarrassing moments of my life is um, there was a, uh, a drum circle in my high school, and I had joined it and liked it. And so I, I owned a djembe, which is an African drum, and I had let the director know that. And so the director wrote in a scene where when uh, Peter Pan goes and tries to uh, return Tiger Lily to the Indians, um, Peter Pan would play the djembe, and he would also be shirtless in the scene with war paint all over his body. Well, I was concerned at the time about the fact that I was going to be shirtless on stage. Um, I was in significantly better shape than I am now. But, I think there should have been a lot of other concerns besides you shirtless in that. But in that was yeah, yeah right 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 not, not not okay for lots of stuff. Not okay for lots of stuff for me. For me at the time, as a as a as an eighteen year old kid, it was I'm shirtless, um, and I'm so white, like I'm clear. I am like the light is hitting me and bouncing off me like a reflective surface. So another guy who was in the scene who was also going to be shirtless says to me, "Let's just go to the tanning bed and we can we can get a tan for the show." And I said, "That sounds like a great idea. I've never been to a tanning bed, but it makes sense." So he says, "All right, here's what you do." We'll meet there. Uh, it's the one near campus. We'll meet there. You need to bring baby oil and one sock. That's it. And I was like, what's the sock for? And then I, I realized what the sock was for uh, after a couple of minutes. So I show up, and we go there the next day. And this is, this is probably six or seven days before we opened. Um, and I go there, and the lady says at the front desk who, you know, was chewing gum and probably wasn't paying attention and all this stuff. And she's like, all right, so what are you here for? We're trying to get tan. It's what we're here for. It's a tanning bed salon. It's solar tan, I think is what it's called. And she said, all right, how long do you want to go? And he looks at me and says, 
let's just knock this out in one thing that we don't have to keep coming back. So how long can we go? And she says, you can go up to 20 minutes. And he says, all right, 20 minutes. And I said, cool, I'm going 20 minutes. So I go in the room, and I undress, and I put the sock on, and I put the baby oil on, and I get down in the bed, and it turns on. It's 20 minutes. And I grab the ledge of the thing to close it over me, and, it, and I pull it, and it goes, and I was like, oh, crap. I, uh, I broke it. Like, uh, 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 oh, what I don't realize in the moment is, oh, I, um, what I'm thinking is, I didn't realize I wasn't supposed to close it. Like, it just, the, the light bulbs must be in a, situated in a way that it doesn't close because it's not closing very easily. It's creaking. This isn't, this isn't working well. So I don't close it, um, and <laughs> I get up afterward, after the 20 minutes, and I look at the mirror, and I redress and remove the sock, and I'm like, I don't feel much more tan than when I got here. I don't, I don't think this worked, and I go back to my residence hall room, and, and you know, a couple hours later, I, I look in the mirror, and my back looks as red as the the wax on a maker's mark bottle it is just the brightest of red and my front goes from red on my right side on on the most beautiful blended steady design to all the way of white you never went to a tanning bed on the left um because in fact i really just needed to pull harder um you are supposed to shut it all the way it was probably best for me that i didn't um, but what ended up happening is, uh, I got sun poisoning. Uh, yep. so at the yep. next, at the next <laughs> dress rehearsal, um, my character was doing some stage combat and he was to jump off of a five foot tall structure and do like a barrel roll yeah. on the yeah, ground. That's three times your height. It is. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> do like a, a roll, you know, um, and get back into a fight scene with Captain Hook and when my back hit the ground, it set off a reaction to where the entire rehearsal had to stop. They had to come bring me medicated, uh, like, you know, cream or whatever. I almost went to the hospital. Um, the, there were people, pretty you know this from being involved in the theater program, there are people who come to the final dress rehearsal because they can't make the show. All those people who came to the final dress got to watch the director read the lead role's lines because the lead couldn't come out because he was uh, headed to the doctor with such a significant uh, burn on his back from sun poisoning, um, but not his front because he was too big of an idiot, one, to go sun tanning, and two, to know how to do it the right way. Um, So... My confession is um, I that director who's still at the university tells that story to this day um, as one of the worst examples of a, a first-year student who just didn't know how to handle college. Um, and, um, and that's me. That's Kevin. That, that is Dr. Kevin Reynolds, the absolute idiot who doesn't know tanning bed etiquette um, and ruined uh, the production of Peter Pan. So what's funny about this story is I heard that story 
not from you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when I was a freshman and was like, wow, what kind of idiot did that? <laughs> so this is hilarious. Full circle. Let's, yeah. Let's be honest, though. <laughs> Kevin was going to ruin that production from his casting as Peter Pan. Ouch. Um, before Ouch. before he got tan. Oh, yes. Of it's course. just laying there. It's laying there. <laughs> it is. It is. But that's my confession. And, okay, here's what we need to do. We need to give Pretty an opportunity to redeem the absurd, non, you know, not to our level confession he started with. And so Pretty, um, you know, I know, I know we've been jerks at the end of these episodes before. Uh, this time it is, it is your turn to shine. Give us really your okay. true confession. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So, uh, all right. Uh, since everyone got a little deep and got kind of funny, I'll try to make this funny. It probably won't be, but that's me. Um, so similar to Hove Camp's uh, scenario of uh, not having seen The Godfathers, I uh, comment quite intelligently about this, but actually have never read any of the Oh, everyone left again. Cool. Well, uh, I guess that's it for another uh, episode. Uh, if you all are listening still, thanks. If you're not, that's okay, too. We're just doing this for ourselves, mostly. Uh, anyways, cheers. Have a, have a nice glass of bourbon, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>